The Auburn Tigers land my favorite member of the 2023 class, Jeremiah Cobb. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. For some of you, it could be your second listen, as uh, this is kind of an emergency live show. We're live on YouTube, and uh, this will be up in audio form, obviously, um, later today. The Tigers landing their third member of the 2023 class, Jeremiah Cobb, an outstanding, outstanding running back from Montgomery, specifically Montgomery Catholic Prep. And this is my favorite member of this class. I mean, the the different things that Jeremiah Cobb can bring to the table, can bring to an offense, it's incredible. I mean, the guy has an awesome ability to be effective between the tackles as well as make you respect. If you're a defender, you've got to respect that he could bounce it outside at any moment, because he has the speed and the lateral quickness to really be able to get out in space and be effective. And that's that's what you want in a running back. I say this all the time on Locked on Auburn, is if you're an offensive player or an offensive coach or any kind of person that is involved with scoring points in football, you want the defense to have to defend every blade of grass and have to constantly think and prepare for everything. A guy like Jeremiah Cobb in your offense makes the defense have to do that. Effective between the tackles, effective in the perimeter, threat of a home run um, score at any part of the field. Oh, yeah, also very, very effective in the passing game. And, And there's just nothing to not like about this kid. Jeremiah Cobb has the opportunity to be a stud, and I think Auburn's uh, Auburn's system, Brian Harson's system, I think it kind of offers a lot of what Jeremiah Cobb wants to do. Because what have we heard time and time and time and time again about what Brian Harson wants to do offensively and defensively is versatility and just be able to prepare for whatever it is they need to do. Make opponents prepare for everything. Jeremiah Cobb makes you do that. Spoke with John Garcia um, head of Auburn or head of college football recruiting for Sports Illustrated. And he mentioned this when he came on Locked on Auburn last week. And, and it was, hey, Clemson's still a school to watch here. John mentioned, hey, the first time I talked to Jeremiah Cobb about his commitment uh, or uh, about his recruitment was the first school he mentioned was Clemson. He really, really wanted that Clemson offer. He got the offer. I think it made some Auburn folks nervous, myself included. He then took an official visit to Clemson, and then he was at Auburn shortly after that. And and clearly, what Auburn pitched to him, this was a must-get, and whatever Auburn pitched to him, they drove it home in the official visit, and he committed on this wonderful, wonderful Friday. Hey, for those of you in the live chat, I want to know what your expectations of Jeremiah Cobb is, what you think he can accomplish at Auburn, and really just kind of what you're most excited to see out of Jeremiah Cobb, because there's a, there's a lot to it. Obviously, his final three was Auburn, Clemson, and Tennessee. It seemed like this was always an Auburn-Clemson battle. 
And the fact that Brian Harsa was able to go toe-to-toe against an established program like Clemson, I think is obviously a huge, huge um, win. And I think it's one that we needed. I think it's one that Auburn definitely needed um, because there hasn't been a whole lot of recruiting battles won as of late for the Auburn Tigers, right? I mean, it, it seems like it's been weeks. It seems like it's been months since Auburn has added a member to the 2023 class. Jeremiah Cobb is just the third. Auburn has a chance to add four, five, six more guys over the next month or so, which would be ideal. I don't know if it's realistic, but it would be ideal with other guys announcing over the next seven days that Auburn is in their final schools. But the the biggest thing with Jeremiah Cobb is it gets you a recruiting win to start off July, which is great. You really, really need that because June, I don't think, went how you thought it would. And so... That's the big thing. But what he is able to do in this offense is going to be second to none. He is going to bring a true three-down back presence to this offense. I don't know if it happens as a true freshman. I don't know if it happens next year in 2023. But in 2024 and 2025, I think Jeremiah Cobb brings everything you want a running back to bring to an offense. I think he has the ability to to make um, defenses hurt. Uh, on the ground, uh, I've mentioned, you know, the respect that I think defenders have for him in the passing game. And then also, I, I think he seems like the player that is going to be willing to do the things that you don't necessarily see a lot of star backs do, like blitz pickup or lead blocking, uh, keeping the quarterback upright. Because in this offense with Brian Harson and really any offense, if you want on the field on third down, which is when you get to see a lot of, you know, running backs make plays through the passing game, you have to get on the field by doing blitz pickup. And you kind of saw Sean Shivers do that a little bit last year, but Jeremiah Cobb is going to be able to do that this year. I mean, he's got great size, um, 5'11", 190. Some places have him in the low 180, so it'll be interesting to see what is that it's official um, going into the season or not. But this is a huge win. This is an absolute Huge win here. Um, also, something that I love about it is uh, is the fact that Auburn is set at the running back position for the foreseeable future. So obviously this year you got Tank and Jarquez. Damari Austin's probably the three guy. I don't think we know that for sure, but he probably is. And then next year, Jarquez Hunter will be a veteran back coming in for his third season. With Damari Austin being the number two, Jeremiah Cobb being a you know a, a freshman with a ton of upside, then after that, Damari Austin, Jeremiah Cobb, and I'm sure Cadillac will be able to get somebody else at that point. Auburn set at running back now for the next three or four seasons, which is huge, which is absolutely huge. And I don't know if we would have thought that you know six months ago, but obviously Jeremiah Cobb has um has really kind of bridged the gap there. All right, I asked for expectations for those joining us. Um. Hamp says that Cobb will be able to spread the offense out with a 1v1 versus linebackers. Um, I definitely think he has that ability. I don't know if we really have seen that a whole lot with his Auburn offense and this Harson offense. I hope we see them do that with Tank this year, but I just don't know if we have, I just don't know if we've seen that yet. That's more of an NFL thing, but I would love to see that at Auburn. Hamp, no question about it. Um, Tosa says, I expect him to just be a threat all over. Like you said, just a versatile player that you have to cover sideline to sideline, end zone, end zone. Right. Yeah. You want the defense to have to defend everything. 
And I don't know if that was really something that Auburn's offense imposed on opposing defenses last year. I just don't. I just don't think that was a thing. Um, This gets you closer to that. PM says the expectation is a thousand yard rusher, first team all SEC in time. If you want to say that happens in his second or third season, I'm totally cool with that. I mean, Auburn should have a thousand yard rusher every year. That's not a crazy thing to say. And they had a long streak of it, and it's just been kind of tough getting back to that. But that should happen every year. The first team all SEC is where that gets significantly tougher, right? Um, he's definitely got a shot at it. He's definitely got a shot at it for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Stewart asks or says, imagine this goal line scenario. First and one, three tight ends, Robbie under center, Tank, Damari Austin, and Cobb in a full house. I don't think Tank and Cobb will ever play together, sadly. Um, if Tank is on the roster when Cobb is, something really bad happened this year if he's not in the NFL by the time Cobb gets here. But it'd be fun. A lot of talent. No question about it. Um, Al asks, who are your running back comparisons for Cobb? So that's, that's a good question. Um, I see a lot of, uh, and Charlie Five and I talked about this earlier in the week. This is probably too extreme of an example, because I'm not saying that he's going to be as good as this player, but I think as far as just being able to do a little bit of everything, um, Alvin Kamara with the New Orleans Saints, I think is a fun one, just because how effective he is in the passing game. And this is could be a situation similar to Kamara, where like Kamara didn't get a lot of touches at Tennessee. I think Cobb will get more touches at Auburn, but he's not going to get them early much like Kamara didn't, and Kamara spent some time in Alabama as well. And so I like that comparison, not only in style of play, but also potential path to the NFL. Um, The NFL is going to love Jeremiah Cobb if he does what he's capable of, because he just does everything. He's not just a slasher. He's not just a zone guy. He's not just a patient runner. He's not just an outside perimeter guy. He's not just a speed threat. He does everything. He does everything. And he's only, you know, he just finished his junior year in college. He's getting ready for a senior year. And so, very mature player, very experienced player. There's just a lot to like about what this kid offers. Um, and I want to I wanna read y'all his stats because it's kind of incredible when you just think about what he's able to do from a production standpoint. All right, so in 2020, he had 230 carries, for 2013 yards, 18 touchdowns. And then last year, so from his sophomore year to his junior year, they dropped about 40 carries. So we went from 231 carries to 195. And his rushing total went up by over 100. Actually, it went up by 150. So he rushed for 2,163 yards, and he had 30 rushing touchdowns. That's just on the ground. Last year, he had 24 catches for 561 yards and eight touchdowns through the air. So once again, like this guy can do everything. Really, really excited what he, uh, to see what he does. Um, it'll be cool to see the, the amount of Auburn folks that go see him. I mean, he's like 40 minutes away up in Montgomery, so that'll be really cool. Hamp says pink. I assume you're talking about um, Cole Pinkston over at On3. Says he is bigger than 185 at his official visit, so I can't wait to see him in a weight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Once he gets on campus, that's going to be a huge deal. 
I mean, you talk about how Brian Harson's um, how Brian Harson has really kind of changed strength and conditioning. We hear that a ton about players, and it'll be fun to see the guys that come in and like that's their entire college experience. Like they get that like as soon as they start when they're 18 years old, and before they leave when they're like you know 22 or. I mean, some of them may be younger than that, but that would be huge. Yeah, and, and this is going to be a guy that really, really gets to benefit from that. Um, will he be here in spring? Thomas, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I would assume so. I would almost make that assumption for everyone um, in today's age of recruiting, but I, I'm not positive on that. Mr. Mister says he is going to be an absolute stud. Yeah, there is no, there is no question about that. Very, very high on Jeremiah Cobb. All right, let's talk about what this means for the future of the position. We touched on that a little bit, but also what it means for the class, Auburn's class moving forward. But just real quick, I want to give some love to our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your uh, betting needs and sports info. If you're into Major League Baseball, you can do live betting every single day. Super, super fun. And also, you can check out Futures, they have a ton of football futures for NCAA football as well as the NFL. You can check it all out. That is at Bet Online, and that's where the game starts. So Auburn has three members now of the 2023 class. Jeremiah Cobb, obviously, uh, and then Braden Joyner, which joined on January 1st, which is how Auburn started the new year. And then Terrence Love, a very impressive defensive back project. Um, out of um, out of Georgia. And I think there's a lot to like about all three of these guys. The issue, though, is <laughs> there's only three of them, right? Like, that's, that's the issue. So, according to On3, Auburn is now ranked 66th nationally, which with these rankings, a lot of that has to do with how many guys are in the class. A lot of these rankings rate quantity over quality, which makes sense. I don't know how else you would do it. Um, Auburn is currently 14th in the SEC, which isn't great, obviously. Obviously, I don't think they'll end up at either of these spots. I think they will finish much higher, but the question is how much higher, right? I mean, if you're 20th again and you're 9th in the SEC, like that doesn't doesn't really help you. Um, So we will see. Their actual class score is 84.33, which is kind of based on the per average player, which is good. Once again, like if you're doing this uh, quality over quantity, Auburn's probably ranked higher, but you just can't do it that way because there's just so many dudes on a football team and a roster you need it. Um, So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, like I said, the future of the running back position now is set. It is set moving forward. Because after Tank leaves, there's not this massive hole that he's going to leave behind him, which I think is a really, really big deal. And I'm sure that was part of the recruiting pitch to Jeremiah Cobb was, hey, Tank is leaving. You know, you're going to have an easy path to playing time as soon as you step foot on campus. And we saw that really kind of with Jarquez Hunter just because there wasn't a whole lot of bodies between him and, you know, there's Tank Bigsby, and that was kind of it. Um, Sean Shivers went down, and so Jarquez Hunter will be the starter following this season, so going into the 2023 season. 
and you're going to have a battle behind him, depending on what Damari Austin does and accomplishes this season, how many opportunities he gets. But, man, I, I just, I like this running back situation moving forward. I really, really do. And, and you know, Damari Austin's a guy that a lot of people think were was rated too low. Um, That may happen. The fact that he's getting on campus a little late, I don't think helps him. But it almost feels like this coaching staff owes him, right? Because he did such a good job helping them recruit. So we'll see. Stewart says, I love Cobb being coached by Cadillac because it's the closest thing to Cadillac that I've seen. Carnell could do it all. Power, speed, quickness, hands. Well, I mean, we kind of all said that about Tank too, didn't we? I think we all said that about Tank, which the fact that Auburn now has multiple guys in its running back room that you can compare to Cadillac Williams. Like that is, that's a good thing. I will take that. I will take that. Um, Dark West Hunter is Austin Eckler 2.0. Interesting. Um, Eckler's shorter though, right? Be interesting to see that. Who do you, Thomas asks, who do you think will be the next domino to get in the fold? So, um, I recorded a thing, and then I, I think a few folks have since moved their recruitment. So, like, I, I don't think Carmelo English is recru- uh, is committing tomorrow. The next one uh, may be Brock Glenn. We don't know necessarily when that's going to be. I don't feel as good about that anymore. Just honestly, I think he's going to go to Ohio State or LSU. He seems too interested in those two schools, um, which is a total bummer because Auburn was in great position the entire time, just late pushes there. And then, um, I don't know, Keldrick Falk. Like, what happens with him? Keldrick Falk is an interesting one because he's been an Auburn lock for, like, the entire part of his recruitment. And that just hasn't really been what is, I guess, what's expected if he commits next week. Um, Seems like Clemson's really in it for him, and that'd be a big deal. That That is a guy that Auburn desperately, desperately needs to win. Hey guys, I'm going to post a link to the Locked On Auburn Discord in the live chat. Please join that. We have a ton of fun. It's been uh, it's been the place to be as of late. Um, constantly talking Auburn stuff, all sports, all sports there. So I appreciate it if you could do that. Um, let's read what uh, what Jeremiah said in his commitment post on Twitter. Says first off, I want to thank God. Without him, none of this would be possible. I want to thank all the coaches for recruiting me and giving me a chance to play the sport I love at the next level. And I appreciate the relationships that were formed during this process. I want to thank my mom and Coach Jay for supporting me and helping me make this hard decision. I want to thank my coaches for pushing me to be a great man on and off the field. Lastly, I want to thank my teammates, teachers, and my school for all of their support throughout this process. At this time, I will be committing to play football at Auburn University, War Eagle. One of the things we were discussing in the Locked on Auburn Discord, um, his commitment picture is, uh, uh, it's him and he's got committed on it and there's six national championship trophies there. I don't know what's up with that. Auburn does not have six natties, nor is it possible for him to win six natties just because of the time restraints of college athletes. So I, I don't know 
what that is. It looks good. Like aesthetically, it looks good. Don't know what that decision was. But that's fine. Brandon Jacobs Jr. You're saying Jeremiah Cobb is Brandon Jacobs Jr.? I I don't know about that one. I, I mean, he is a bruiser, but he's not like... I don't think he's anywhere close to being as big as Brandon Jacobs was. Um, but, I mean, how do we, how do you, uh, for folks in the live chat, does this make you feel any better? Does it make you feel any better about the current state of Auburn's 2023 class? Or do you look at this and you're like, man, we are still just so far away. We are still just so far away from where we need to be. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. This makes me feel better. Jeremiah Cobb, I mean, just his ability and what he brings to an offense, his roster spot is extremely valuable. So it makes me feel better about it. But this is this is this the type of commitment that allows other people to say, okay, I'm ready to pull the trigger. I'm ready to come to Auburn. Like, I don't know if it is. Um, it'd be awesome if some offensive linemen were like, yeah, I really want to pave the way for Jeremiah Cobb. I don't know if we're necessarily going to see that. Um, how many fingers came off the panic button? That's a great way to word that question, Stephen. That is a great way to word that question. I mean, you got to think a few. You got to think a few. I'm not super convinced that it changes things drastically. Yeah, Hamp, I'm with you. Hamp says, no, not really. Let's get one more big one, and then I'll get stoked. I, I think I'm there. That if you, can, if you can win Keldrick Falk next, I think that would be great. If you can somehow lock up Brock Glenn, that would be great. Um, Carmelo English is one Auburn's feels like they're going to be able to get soon. Like, if you can get those guys, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, there's five or six dudes that have paths to playing time. And also, when you get a quarterback on, there's going to be guys that could potentially come with him, with Brock Glenn, especially with his showing at the Elite 11. That'd be, that'd be huge. Um, we want Falk more than Brock. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I like Brock Glenn's game a lot, but I just don't see him playing here. Unless he just somehow emerges and maybe Holden Gurner is not what we think he, but like I, I think most people would agree Holden Gurner is more likely to start for Auburn than Brock Glenn. They'd only be a year different. I'm assuming Gurner will be redshirted after the season, and so it's like he'll have plenty of eligibility, only a class ahead. Just think that's tough because if Gurner only starts for like a year at Auburn, I feel like that's a, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. So. Um, how did Brock do in the Elite 11? He finished at Sports Illustrated, took all their scores and their different drills, different things that they did, and they ranked him ninth, ninth out of the 20. So pretty good. He had a rough first few days, Brock did, but it sounds like his last two days of the Elite 11 over in LA were pretty strong. So yeah, nine out of 20. I mean, top, I guess top 20, 20 of the top, 21 quarterbacks because Arch Manning didn't go in the country. That's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. Patrick Ty, my guy. Big props to Cadillac and Harz for landing Cobb. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come. Man, Cadillac just gets it done, dude. Cadillac and Zach Etheridge. Can you imagine this coaching staff without those two guys? (laughs) I mean, 
Oh my goodness. Like you probably lost Tank in the offseason if Cadillac's not there. So Tank loves Cadillac. Yeah, I mean, I, you may have gotten Damari Austin either way just because that dude seems to love Auburn. But man, what a huge get. What a huge win. And somebody mentioned a, a little bit um, a little bit a while ago in the live chat. It's like, man, can you just imagine, you know, the, the narrative a year ago was Cadillac couldn't recruit. He couldn't seal the deal. And that has been fixed now. I mean, as far as recruiting goes in closing, I don't know how much I trust anybody else on the staff other than Cadillac and Zach Etheridge. Jimmy Brumbaugh, I'm hearing a ton of good things about his recruiting prowess, but until a few of these guys, you know, put pen to paper, I'm just not ready to, I'm just not ready to kind of put him in that conversation yet. So, I'm looking to see if I, what is Cobb's path to playing time? Immediate roll or redshirt before he has a chance. All right. Yeah. So, Chad, we, we touched on this a little bit already, but I think next year, in 2023, Tank will be gone. He will have already been in the NFL. He'll be a draft pick after the season, obviously, unless something goes very, very wrong. Um, and so the running back room in 2023 will be Jarquez Hunter, Damari Austin, and Jeremiah Cobb. And so his path to playing time is being at least the third running back and battling with Damari Austin for the number two role. And of those three guys, I think Hunter and Cobb will be solid three-down back options. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Damari. I just don't think that's his skill set. I could be wrong. I certainly could be wrong there. I don't think I am, though. I think it'll be Jarquez or Cobb. And also, it's like you probably want to take Hunter off the field in some third-down situations in 2023. And so, you know, give Cobb some role. So, like, I think his path to playing time is just showing up and being at least the number three running back? I think that's a great question. Cadillac has had a couple of misses, but you can write those off as not really his fault. Uh, sure. But I mean, every, every coach is going to have that. Every coach is going to have that. I mean, these guys are building relationships with more players than they can take. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's totally fine. Cad- Cadillac's done a great job. There's no question about it. Cadillac's done a great job. For folks just joining us, um, I'm extremely high on Jeremiah Cobb. Jeremiah Cobb is my favorite player in the 2023 class. Not just Auburn targets, just of all the kids that I have watched, Jeremiah Cobb is, I think he's I, he's my favorite because he can do so many different things. He can be effective between the tackles and the running game. He can be effective in the perimeter. He makes you as a linebacker. I'm sure he's going to give linebackers fits because... He can change direction so well. He can just kind of turn on the heaters and absolutely beat you in a foot race. He can do everything, including also be extremely effective in the passing game. He is an outstanding receiver out of the backfield. They can slot him out if they need to. I don't know how much Auburn's going to do that. I think how they use Tank Bigsby this year will be an indicator of what that position for Auburn could look like moving forward. Um, But the guy can just do it all. The guy can just absolutely... Do it all, and so when you look at um, when you look at the future of Auburn's running back position, it's very good. When you look at the future of how Jeremiah Cobb can impact this team, it's very very good. And so I think that um, I think this is a win. This is a good day for the Auburn Tigers. 
What's the best element of his game? Thomas asks. Um, I, I think he's, I mean, I think him in between the tackles is pretty valuable. I think that's probably the best. But the fact that there's not much of a drop-off to the other things that he can do is exciting. Versatility is the strength of his game, but that's a cop-out answer. So if you listed all of the things that I just, what I just said, I'd probably put him in the order of what I just said. And so, I, yeah, I would say you just want to give him the rock, you know, 15, 20 times a game once he wins the starting job. So that's about all I have on Jeremiah Cobb, guys. If you have other questions or want to um, discuss anything else while while we're here, while we're set up, while we're live, just drop it in the live chat. But um, that's kind of all I had planned to talk about with Jeremiah. But the big thing moving forward is just Auburn's got to find more of these guys. Uh, what do I think about Justin Edwards? I don't know if I know who that is, Seth. I apologize. I don't think I know who Justin Edwards is. Let me see if they have a recorded 40 time for him. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen that anywhere. Yeah, I'm not seeing a 40 time on any of the. Oh, here's something. So, so you know, Auburn, all during Brian Harson's first year at Auburn, we talked about, okay, it's all about the 2023 class. It's all about everything that is happening within the state of Alabama. The 2023 class in the state is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's loaded. It's absolutely loaded. And it's like, all right, Jeremiah Cobb was one of these guys where it's like, okay, Auburn needs to win this dude. And depending on where you look, on three has him as the 15th best player in the state. I think 247 has him at 17 or 18th best player in the state. And it's just like, you look at those guys and it's like, man, is this going to be Auburn's highest rated guy in the state? Carmelo English, I think, is rated higher than him. Auburn will probably walk away with, um, with Carmelo. But it's like, man, are, are we happy with that? If Auburn gets two out of the top 20 players in the state, is that, is that good enough? I feel like it isn't. And there's plenty of time. They can flip and get some other guys to commit. I think Keldrick Falk will be up there too if Auburn can land him, kind of hold off this late push by Clemson. Um, but man, that'd be, you know, is that good enough? I just spilled this all over me. Is that good enough? Like, I, I don't think it is. Especially when the whole first year of Brian Harson being here, it's like, well, give him time. Give him time. It's not about the 2022 class. It's all about the 2023 class. It's like, well, it's here. It's here. Um, so, um, somebody said that his 40 time was 4-4. Thank you, Jay. I don't know how you know that, but that's awesome. That's good to know. And it's a physical 4-4. Um, which you take from a guy who's about to be a senior in high school. That's awesome. That's awesome. Guys, that is all I've got. If you missed any of this, of course, you can go back and watch it on YouTube. I will also put this entire thing on the Locked on Auburn YouTube feed um, on the YouTube feed later today. Um, Hamp, two top players already committed. Out. I, Penn State's gotten like a few of them, which is weird. So and I'm sure George is involved with several as well. So as far as top players... 
in the state of Alabama. Guys, you can follow Locked on Auburn uh, on social media pretty much everywhere. We're on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. You can read all of my written work at auburndaily.com. And of course, you can check out Locked on Auburn. New episodes drop every single weekday. And be sure to join the Locked on Auburn Discord. I'll be back on Monday to recap everything that happened over the weekend, including more on this Jeremiah Cobb decision and news. But until then, this is Locked on Auburn.